Why hast thou forsaken me, O deity whose existence I doubt? Here, read into this bag. What's going on? They stole everything, Leonard. Everything. Are you the roommate? Yeah, Leonard Hofstetter. What happened? Your friend here called 911 to report a robbery. Oh, my God. What did they get? What didn't they get? I got my enchanted weapons, my vicious gladiator armor, my wand of untainted power, and all my gold. You called the police because someone hacked your World of Warcraft account? What choice did I have? The mighty Sheldor, level 85 blood elf, hero of the Eastern Kingdoms, has been picked clean like a carcass in the desert sun. Plus, the FBI hung up on me. Into the bag. They took my battle ostrich. Oh, no, not Glenn. Yes, Glenn, only bird I ever loved. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. Hey everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we are your hosts, Big Bang Theory super fans, Kat. And Paul. And we're so glad you're here today. We certainly are. We're here because we love doing everything Big Bang. And Well, you got to start the week off with a bang, baby. I know. There are many people that don't understand that concept. You need to have a bang. <laughs> First thing on a on a beginning of the week, you need to have a bang. Absolutely. And we're we, here to provide that bang for you. We're here to bang you, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I do they, not know this man. <laughs> as they say in the classics, do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> <laughs> So now, what did we think of this episode? This is season four, episode number 19, the Zarnecki Incursion. Eh, what do we think about this? Eh, it's all right. It was, I mean, yeah, it was It was good. I'll, I'll say it's good. Not great. It was good. Um, but I was actually saying to Kat the other day that I feel that a lot of the episodes that revolve around um, Priya. Priya are not strong. Mm-mm. They really don't. I mean, it's just, it's almost like they've they've got, it's like, you know, when you get like a Will Wheaton episode, it's not an extremely strong episode because they're trying to make that, that sub character be a little bit more involved in the whole storyline. Some line. of the Will Wheaton ones later on are really good. They are. Like but the I one think... where they're playing D&D at Will's house. Yeah. Yeah. With, That's with, a good with, episode. With Shatner and everyone else. And I understand Spoilers. that. Spoilers. Um, but I really feel that a lot of the episodes that are centering around, or not centering around Priya. Yeah, during but, the Priya. But Priya, it's area, like, era. they're really just sitting there and going, uh, we, we really don't know what to do. So as I said, this it's is like a good... they ran out of coffee in the writer's room. Yeah. Look, this is a good episode. Not a great one. Um, it also does show you that um, Leonard, even though he's dating Priya, his first reaction is to call on Penny rather than Priya. But I mean, we'll we, get to we, that in we understand why, but you know, but as I said, yeah. it was. Well, Penny gets the guys. Priya doesn't. She does. And yeah, Priya doesn't. And Priya demonstrates that in the beginning of this, the episode. Yeah, she really does. And I and I think that she, yeah, this is why I, I just, I don't have a whole lot of hope for um Leonard and Priya, unfortunately. 
Yeah. But, you know. So the episode opens up where we've got Leonard and he's coming home to find the Sheldon is absolutely hyperventilating in anxiety. With, with a, a police pol- officer. With a police officer there. And he, he you know, Leonard comes And I have in. to say the casting of the guy in the police officer role was brilliant. He was perfect in that role. Yeah, he was really good. And of course, you know, Leonard comes in and goes, what's, what, what's, what's going on? And Sheldon's he- like, we've been they got everything and he's like oh my god what did they take and he goes, he's thinking the laptops take? and yeah. you know and all this other stuff and what did they take and they he, they they got all of his you know his gold glenn the um <laughs> the battle ostrich the battle ostrich oh no not glenn <laughs> and the and weaponry and we find out that he hasn't been they haven't been burgled his actual War, Warcraft account. World of a, Warcraft account got hacked. Yeah, Sheldon's got stuff got has got stolen. Mm. And of course, I love it how <laughs> Leonard does quite rightly say, you called the police for that. And he goes, yes, what else am I supposed to do? Plus the FBI hang up on me. Yeah. But we really find that there is no, that the police don't have jurisdiction in, as he says, well, we don't have jurisdiction in Pandora. And he goes, it doesn't happen in Pandora. That's Avatar. It happens in Azeroth. And he goes, you know, my God, and I don't the guy's know. like whatever, so, because they just don't, they don't do cyber crimes. I mean, yeah. there is a cyber crime division. And I love it how Sheldon goes, my God, how are you able to carry a gun? But really, I mean, well, it, well, it's the, he's like, well, Mister Cooper, Doctor Cooper, and he's like, and, and he looks at Leonard, he's like, Doctor, seriously? really? <laughs> and Leonard's like, yeah, but not the kind who has access to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but we we really see that, unfortunately, this is. I mean, as as he said, you know. It's 7,000 hours. Now, anybody that plays... No, any... it was, I thought it was 3,000. Oh, 3,000 hours. 3,000. Yeah. Sorry. 3,000 hours. Now, anyone that plays you know, any online game or any game that you have saves or stuff like that, you know, when you lose that amount of hours playing... I mean, I know it's a game. I know at the end of it our life... It takes a while to build the stuff yeah. up. Yeah. And I know at the end of our life, nothing is... This is not going to even matter that you've spent all those amount of hours sitting in front of a computer screen clicking away and playing but you know for a lot of people you know gameplay whether it would be lego you know star wars or whether it's you know rainbow six it's it's um it's it's enjoyable and it is as for some people uh, for especially for myself it's very relaxing i know thinking that you know you're sitting there shooting you know other characters is relaxing but your brain switches off it's almost like you're watching it and your hands are just doing it automatically so for sheldon Going through 3,000 hours, collecting all the stuff that he's got, collecting Glenn the Battle Ostrich, which he's had <laughs> since, I think, level 32 or something. Oh, you no, know, not Glenn. It is a very big... The pet store. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very big lo- amount of loss. So we later see that Penny comes up to the apartment, bringing them a day-old cheesecake just to consolidate, you know, just basically to console Sheldon about his loss. Because ben- Bernadette told her what happened. Yeah. And he's like, oh, a day- stale pastry is small consolation for all that I'm going through. And she's like, well, you could just say thank you. And like, I thought I just did. Sheldon doesn't have a concept of please and thank you, unfortunately. And she's like, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got it for you to console you, not because the busboy sneezed on it. Yeah. Which now, is of course, disgusting. Uh, Let's so not when, go there. No. So when Penny's leaving the apartment, she encounters Priya as like she's coming in and Penny's walking out and she's like, oh, oh, sorry, just dropping some pastry uh, over because apparently Sheldon got a whole lot of, you know, imaginary stuff stolen, you know. And so we can see that Penny is very uncomfortable yeah. because of the new, you know, 
rooster in the hen house, as they say. The new hen in the hen. With yeah. The and it's it's like, okay, and I, don't, I really don't see. Well, she why. knows that Priya, do, we established in the last episode that Priya doesn't like her and doesn't want her anywhere near Leonard. But you know what? As far as I'm and concerned, it, that's that's a Priya problem. That's not a Penny yeah, problem. But, and it totally discounts her friendship with the rest of the guys. Yeah. And Penny should really, it, it look, it, it's wrong. Okay. It's long. It's wrong from Leonard's point of standpoint that he actually asked that of, of Priya. And it's also really, really wrong that she ends up by by like Penny has to tiptoe around he asked Priya. Out of Penny, not Priya. Yeah, sorry, a uh, Penny. You know, Leonard asks Penny to just disappear. Don't don't hang around them. She's losing a group of friends that she never ever thought in her life should. That's be her primary with. social circle. Yeah, and now it's suddenly she's having to skulk out of their apartment as if to say, "Oh, I'm sorry, Priya. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to." And come justify in. yourself. Yeah, just it's like. I'm sorry to say this, but piss off, Priya. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, of course, you know, we find out that um, we've got a, a – a, the, the guys have all got laptops now, and they're all trying to find places that they can go to to try and figure out where the hell well, all no, this because, stuff went. No, because – no, he said oh, – sorry, I got a bit of trivia that goes yeah. with this one. Okay. So he says to, to Leonard – that it is time to cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war. And he calls um, Howard. Oh, that's and right. He's like, uh, okay, that particular dog of war, I'll have to call you back after he finishes his bath. And he's like, okay, we'll see if Raj is done with Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> but the quote is yeah. from Marcus Antonius and Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, who is preparing to strike back at Caesar's assassins. However, it is most likely he took the quote from Klingon General Chang in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, who used the same line. And later on, he brings the Klingon Batleth to do battle. Are you constantly amazed that a lot of the references in Big Bang come from Star Trek? No. Really? No. Like because, a lot of their ideas come from Star Trek. The I mean, Star is... Trek franchise is massive. The boys are huge Star Trek nerds. And being in that category myself, I can understand why they'd use a lot of the quotes. Yeah, it's very, very heavy, heavily. It's very um, heavy Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very heavily influenced from Star Trek. And it Trek. also ha has more guest stars from the Star Trek franchise like the entire franchise, meaning all versions of it, yeah, than any other show, than yeah. any than anywhere else that they pull from. See, I always thought to myself, and I don't want to spoil this for anybody. So, if you've never seen Big Bang Theory and you're going with us step by step, please just fast forward twenty seconds because I'm going to speak about something. But what I always find interesting is getting towards the end of the series when they get Mark Hamill to star in this in in a couple of episodes yeah that to me is ridiculous because these guys are so heavily involved with star trek it would have been more awesome to see someone like captain picard to actually come in and be a guest star. but that being said there's a lot of star wars references in this too yeah but not as much as star trek not quite as much as star trek but they both they 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 front load star trek but as the series goes on it becomes more star wars oriented yeah but i just think when you look at the amount of influence that star trek has on the writers yeah. that they would have actually decided to try and, and contact someone like patrick stewart and say would you like to well, be a guest they, star you never know they may have done yeah would have been would have been nice but uh, before we leave here i just yeah. want to point out so while we're talking about the hacking mm. 
that this episode is actually based on the activity of many people who mined gold for one person on games like World of Warcraft. The game gold would be used to purchase hard to get items and Blizzard actually reported this on their website. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I, so we do see that. And, you know, oh, sorry, but sorry. before we move yeah. on again, there, there is one rather amusing bit of it. Okay. Where Raj says that they're, they've been offered to get help on the internet from a member of the Nigerian royal family, that if they pay them, he'll help them track down the items. <laughs> and then he yes. says, oh, well, it might be a scam. And, he, and this, of course, refers to the infamous Nigerian print phishing emails that started in the mid to late 90s and were really heavily um, circulating in the early 2000s to cheat people out of money. And if you don't know about the Nigerian print prince scam you're you're lucky but you've probably been living under a rock but if you don't know it it usually involved someone claiming to be the beneficiary of a large sum of money from a will but needed a deposit to obtain it and promised to share the fortune if they send over the deposit mm -hmm. or it's or yeah. he's trapped in another country and can't get home and you'll be rewarded handsomely if you help him get home yeah, I've I knew about the Nigerian prince when it first surfaced in the 2000s when I had my very first computer. Um, but I was not one of these gullible people, and I've never been one of these gullible people to yeah. actually believe that if you, you know, you've been, been uh, look, I I have won. I think when when all this scam started to come to the to the top of the surface, I remember that I think I won in excess of a hundred million dollars from the um, British lottery, even though I've never actually uh decided to even play the british lottery because in australia you can't play the british lottery but apparently Although last I've, year i think i got emails that said i won it five times yeah and that's awesome i mean it's interesting considering the fact i never entered yeah and i've never entered but i've won a, over a hundred million dollars that's yeah. fantastic and i just know that if i just give them my bank account details that i'll get the money transferred into my account not uh, sorry no. i'm not that big of an idiot seriously um, so we do see that the boys have now got their own laptops. Their own la they're, they're trying to go through um, the dark corners of the internet um, to try and find where the hell that Sheldon's stuff has gone. And this is where Priya comes into the apartment after Penny's left. And, you know, Penny, Priya, Priya does say to Leonard, you know, that uh, I thought we were going to spend some time together. And he's like, well, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're just trying to find this stuff. But, you know, if you want to, you can just whip up a, a quick character. It's really fun. And she's like, seriously? And he goes, well, you got to put a credit card in. But it's, it's really quite fun. And yeah, and Priya's just like, I thought we were going to spend time together. Yeah, but Priya does eventually say, listen, I'm. Look, I'm I don't, going home. I'm going to go talk home to later. And I'll I love it. Done. And I love it how he goes, have I done something? And she goes, no, no. I think it's wonderful that I'm dating a man in a boy's body. A, a boy in a man's body. No, sorry. Boy in a man's body. I'm sorry. I got that. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. And goes and sits down. And yeah. then Sheldon looks at Howard and he's like, wow. And to think I'm the one who doesn't get sarcasm. Yeah. But really, we can see that out of the two people that get Leonard and the guys more, it's definitely Penny. Priya doesn't get it. Uh, Priya's no. a very um, well-established lawyer. She obviously deals, you know, in a in a very, very um, well-educated circle, and you know, has and to do and doesn't have any patience for stuff like this. She thinks no. it's childish and immature. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't even really get. Um, Which the Penny did in the beginning, and then there was the episode where she got hooked on online gaming, and now she gets. Yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. Because and, and, and even and when like Leonard was going to get get rid of all his collectibles to show that he's an adult, Penny 
ultimately said to him, this is what makes you happy. And it's what it, and it's what makes you, you. Yeah. You know, it's what you enjoy. It's not for me or anybody else to tell you not to do it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I love about Kat on a side note is that, you know, my room is wall to wall kiss. She doesn't get it, but I really she, don't get it. But she sits there and goes, it makes me happy. I'm thinking of collecting. And buy him things for Christmas and birthday. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of doing another collectible series of just buying collectible, you know, retro toys. Kat sits, sits there and goes, okay, go if ahead and do it. makes you happy and you can find room for it, who am I to argue? Yeah. So, you know, my entire room might be taken over and I might be doing the podcast from the kitchen. Who knows? <laughs> um, but the fact is that, you know, it's really nice that you've got, if you've got a, you know, a, a partner that actually does not indulge as you, but actually gets what you're interested in and doesn't yeah. sit there and try and stifle you. And I think that's where Penny is way, I mean, Penny is not as intelligent as Priya, but Penny is way more intelligent than Priya when in when it comes to just yeah. things that the boys enjoy. And she doesn't get it, but she goes along with it. Yeah. And she enjoys it. Whereas whereas Priya, it I doesn't think, hurt anything. I think Priya is one of those girls, and I don't want to, I'm not putting all women into this category, so please don't think I am. But she's one of those girls that sits there and goes, you know what? I love it that you collect stuff. Now, if we're living together, please put it in a box and put it under the bed. You can look at it every now and again, but you are not displaying it. Well, that. And Whereas Penny would be like, you know what? Display it everywhere. She's selfish and narcissistic and wants what she wants. And yeah. it's about what she wants. Yes. Whereas Penny is, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But if it makes you happy, then do it. Although I thought it was rather amusing when Leonard didn't realize that Dr. Stephanie was living there and she's no. like, well, then, and she's like, well, <laughs> where's all your collectibles? And he's like, what do you mean? And she takes him into his bedroom and she's like, where's all your stuff? Yeah. And he goes, hang on a minute. Where, where is all my stuff? And it's slowly being removed. But, you know, in, in saying that when, when Penny and Leonard finally start living together, you know, he's like, you know, what are we going to keep? And he's, she said, well, I'm going to keep you. And that's about it. And she and she he starts moving stuff out of out of Into the room storage. that they're gonna share in the storage. But I do feel that if they've got an apartment together, you know, that there is more room for everyone to to display stuff. I think because of that stage, they're only just sharing a room. Yeah. Whereas if they've got an entire apartment, it would be please, you know, display your stuff, you know, on yeah. this shelf or whatever. So it's nice. Although I'm kind of there with Amy when she later on when she and Sheldon are sharing a place and she's like, You are not getting life size cutouts. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a bit over the top. Even I wouldn't go down that path, you know. Um, unless I've got an entire wing of the house. Um, but so on I'm the next, yeah. So on the next scene, we see Penny's hosting Amy and Bernadette at her apartment, and they're discussing Priya. And Penny is furious that that Priya is benefiting from all of Penny's efforts to encourage Leonard to become more adventurous. Yeah, and willing she to try Priya got him things. to go rollerblading at the beach. I know, in the sun. Whereas uh -huh. she said, when we went to the beach, I had to carry him to the sand because he because was because he was so afraid of stepping on medical waste. Yeah, and I love it how how Bernadette goes. Yeah, well, we when I went outside with um Howard, but I he went almost to burst into one, flame. The beach was with Howard, and he almost burst into flames like a vampire. <laughs> and I really love it how they're having they're having ice cream, and Penny actually says to Amy. Would you like some coffee liqueur on your ice cream? And she goes, uh-huh. Oh, here's the drugs and alcohol peer pressure my mother warned me about. <laughs> yes, please. 
I was thinking it was never going to happen. So she she takes a mouthful of it, and they're still talking away, and Amy suddenly goes, okay, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> She's had like two bites of ice cream. I know. It's like, oh, serious. Oh, man, now I want ice cream. You've got ice cream. I know, but I want some to eat now. Well, you can have it after the podcast. We've got the other episode to do, so if that's I'm fine. If I'm a good girl, I can have it after the podcast? You can have whatever you want, my darling. I'll even paint you with the ice cream. Boom, chick, bow, wow. Horny baby. <laughs> Come on, it's a kid show. It it is a kid it's show, a but family every, show. But every now and again, we can get boom chicka wow wow. Yes, everyone, we haven't been drinking, so everything's fine. This is what we yeah. usually do with just on pure oxygen. Everybody, isn't that yeah. awesome? And um, I know, and and coffee, and um. So Bernadette basically suggests that maybe there might be an idea to maybe socially reject Priya. And Amy responds that it's like, it's like a natural Well, well at first she's like, well, that's it. Well, she feels like, she says, I feel like I should say that bitch, but I need some more context. Yeah. I don't have enough information. And she's like, well, you know, that's it. I'm not talking to Priya again. Because of the like, fact no, that she... it's okay. Because, the, and the only reason they really get onto that, that topic is because as Penny says, you know, it's Priya's denying me the right to talk to Leonard. Yeah. And that's when Amy goes, Oh, I think you're up. And that's when she that goes, bitch. Yeah. So we find out that apparently uh, members of a primate social group, um, when they when they're faced with individuals that disturb the social group, some of them actually have the um the natural response to throw their feces at the invading person into the social group. And it's like, well, it's not it's not feces. She actually says throw the, the our waste. So, yeah. of course, Bernadette goes... means throw her poop at it. Yeah, and Bernadette's like, well, I don't think I've got any desire to throw my poop at uh, at Priya. And and Amy's like, oh, it, we all have it. It's in It's inbred, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're really, you know, they're really encouraged to not go down that path. But, you know, it, it's like, well, I mean, what do you do? You know, you, you're being denied the chance to speak to a friend of yours because of this new person that comes into their life. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and that is... But it said, does happen. But as I said in the last podcast, it shows you more of the immaturity of uh, and um, the way that Priya is more than Leonard and more than Penny. If Priya is so insecure about Leonard, you know, being around um, Penny, well, that's more on her than what it is about Penny. It's 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 her insecurities. Yeah, Penny's completely fine with it. And as she said, you know, I would we can always just be friends. That's completely fine. Why are you so worried that 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 uh, Penny and Leonard are going to get back together again? It shows you that Leonard has always been a one woman guy. Yeah, Leonard's not going to go and cheat on Priya, no. but but Priya is so insecure about herself that she just decides, well, I'm with you and you can't be with anyone. And that is the worst thing that I and I've even had the situation happen to me. I was with my ex-wife and my universe got so small because she denied me access to all my friends. And by the time that everything happened with my ex-wife and I went back to my friends, my friends had all gone and moved well, on. Well, I don't know if it's so much that she denied you access to them, but they just didn't want to be around her. So they stopped hanging out with you because you wouldn't and, come without her. And I allowed it. Yeah. And when you look at the, the big scheme of things, I should never have allowed that. Well, you don't know when you're in the middle of yeah, something. Yeah, you, do, you, like you really don't know. Um, so we, as the girls are going to go, cause you know, we've got Penny and Bernadette and, and Amy, and they're all going to be going to have a drink. And we see that Priya is leaving Sheldon and Leonard's apartment. And of course, Amy is very hostile towards Priya and, uh, 
Now, Penny does say really nicely, look, we're going to go for a, a drink. Do you want to join us? And Priya goes, oh, look, no, I've got some things I've got to do. So they're going to go walking down the stairs. And as they start walking, Amy comes up with the whole idea of like, four women walk down the stairs. Let's see who makes it to the lobby. Amy can be so creepy. <laughs> Amy, sometimes. seriously, calm down, honey. It's not that bad. Um, so the following day, Howard comes into the Caltech um, lunchroom or the cafeteria to say that he has actually worked out the identity of the hacker that got rid of all Sheldon's gear. And, and knows his address, address and everything who it is. There's a Google shot of his of his house. And of course, Sheldon's like, oh, that's awesome. He's in a cul-de-sac. We can box him in. And, and Leonard's like, like, you're not thinking of going over there. And he goes, of course I am. We're definitely going to go there. But but the funny part is they're like, yeah, you know, so we know a lot about him. And, and Leonard's like, yeah, he's probably some loser who lives with his parents. And Howard just kind of gives him the look. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes, he lives with his parents. So they decide they are going to go over there. And, of course, it comes up with, okay, so can okay, let's leave and get over there by 7. And, of course, um, Raj is like, well, no, I've got a, um, a hip-hop dancing class. Can we leave after that? And how it goes, and well, it's the Sabbath, and we usually light the candles and watch Wheel of Fortune. But you know, if we can go and, and if we can leave at eight, we can either be easily be there to reclaim your stuff by 10, 10 30. Yeah, so they decide this is what's going to happen. But in the process, now Leonard's has already blown off of Priya once, he's about to do it two nights in a row. He's like, Yeah, I don't know if I can blow her off two nights in a row, but. We find out that this is exactly what he's going to do. He is yep. going to blow her off for two nights in a row, which is really not good when you look at the the whole. Oh, it's um, not exactly the healthiest relationship, especially no. the fact that he ends up lying to her about where he is and telling her that he's working late. Yes, because they all they all go over to Howard's mother's house and they're all sitting there and because they're all watching Wheel of Fortune, and as they're sitting there, the phone rings and Priya. Is ringing sitar Leonard. music, sitar music, and I like how Raj goes, Really, dude, sitar music for a ringtone cool. that's highly, highly, uh, highly offensive. And he got, and of course, Leonard does say to Priya, Oh, I'm working, sorry, I'll see you tomorrow. And Raj does say, Really, lying, lying to, to my, my sister. sister, great. And then <laughs> Raj's phone rings, and he goes, Oh, guess who? And Leonard's like, Cover for me, and Gotta we find cover for me. And he says, oh, I don't, why would I know where, what Leonard's doing, whether he's at work or not? No, look, if whatever he says, you just have to take in face value, whatever that lying um, white, white devil, devil has to says say. to you. Yeah. And he goes, okay, bye. And he looks at Leonard and he goes, dude, you owe me. <laughs> but really lying to Priya. Uh, yeah. It's not a, it's yeah, not a good it's, sign this early really in the isn't. relationship. No. So there's. The I mean, the, are, the one thing I will say about it is at least it's, he's not lying to be with somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is not worse. that bad. It's a little white lie. It's not going to really. Hurt yeah, anybody. but still, it's like a lie's know, a lie. My friend, you know, my friends need me. I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you tomorrow. That wouldn't have been that hard. No, but looking at the way that Priya looks, no, upon she wouldn't the guys, have understood. No, she wouldn't have because because looking at the way the guys are, the nerds as they as they are to be called, um, Priya's not that. She's not in the social. No, group, she she, she doesn't get it. But but it's it's like with Sex in the City. Mm. Toward the end of the series, um, Big and um, Carrie. No, the, I'm uh, Steve oh, Miranda's sorry. husband. Yeah, you know they both say to the girls, "It's like when Carrie and Big are looking to get married." You know, we knew when we got into this that we would always t be second to the girls. Yeah, that yeah. the girls are your number one relationship, and then it's any guy after that. 
So in reality, anybody that would come into the social group of Sheldon Leonard, Raj and Howard are yeah. all going to be second. Yeah, but because, because the guys are the primary relationship. And, and see, that's the whole thing. Like Penny slots in so well to that social group. and she Because she gets it. Yeah, Priya can't. Yeah, because she insists on it being her way rather than adjusting to what is. Yeah, and I think in the great scheme of things, if Leonard and Priya ever got married, it would be, you know, you and I are married, your friends come way second, and yeah. if I want them over at our house, I will invite them, but you are not going to go out and spend, you know, over You're not going to go out house. for game night. No, no chance at all. At, yeah. at, in in yeah. any stretch of the imagination, you're not going out for game night. You're not going to go out to the comic book store on a Thursday. I mean, yeah, Priya is pretty, but she ain't that pretty. No, no, I'm sorry. There, there's pretty and then there is controlling. And yeah. Priya is very controlling. Now we see that the boys are all in Leonard's car and they're all going over to confront Todd Zarnicki. And of course, as they're going over there, you know, Raj has burnt some uh, inspirational music, but it's, and it says, and it gives it to Lit. It's just he's, it he's says, some, some, uh, what is it? Um, Beyonce Bootylicious on the, yeah. on the actual disc, but it's some a rewritable CD. music. Some quest music, but it's a rewritable CD. And we actually they just find, put it in there. And we actually find that the music is the flight of the Valkyrie. Dun, da, da, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Anyone that's seen Apocalypse mm-hmm. now knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Yep. When the helicopters are coming over the beach, when they're going to, um, I take, love the smell of napalm. Napalm in the morning. <laughs> so they get to um the the front door of of now. When they get to the front door, they're all ready to go and knock on the door. And what happens? Sheldon brings in a batleth now, which, which if, is the Klingon fighting like, tool. But yeah. I'd also like to point out that the name there there is some history behind why he's named Todd Zarnecki. Okay, please tell us. The name Zarnecki is a tribute to Professor Professor John Zarnecki, who was the lead scientist on the Cassini Huygens mission to Saturn's moon Titan. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. So <laughs> they they knock on the door and you hear someone say, Who is it? And Sheldon comes back with your doom. Your doom. <laughs> and, and of course, like Raj goes, dude, nobody's going to answer the door to, to their doom. And he goes, oh, basket of puppies. <laughs> the door is opened and this guy is way taller and way bigger than the boys. I mean, they are. And what they. What they I mean, Shell or uh, Leonard rather just basically comes up to his chin. Oh, yeah. And I like it how he asks, you know, what do you want? And he, it's sort of like Leonard looks and goes, um. Sheldon, as if say, you're up. <laughs> and he goes, I am Sheldor of Azeroth and I want my stuff back. And he goes, no, no, not a chance. And he, and he's, and of course, Sheldon's now holding the battle. And the guy goes, give me, give me a look at that. And he goes, and of course, Sheldon goes, well, you know, careful, careful. It's a, you know, it's a collectible. And he's like, yeah, I know. I've always wanted one and walks in and shuts the door in their face. Yeah. And of course, they're like, he's a lot more cunning than we thought. <laughs> And then they so, start driving home looking very dejected. I know. And of course, as they're driving along, Leonard's car breaks down. And as he pulls over, he's like, and they're like, what's wrong? And he goes, well, I don't know. I'm not getting any gas. And he says, does anybody know about the internal combustion engine? And they're all like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, no about it. Does anyone know how to fix it? No. Nope. Uh, not a clue. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, we better actually find someone to come you pick need to us call up. for help. And the person that comes to pick them up it's is Penny. Penny. And as they're driving along, you know, they're like, thank you, Penny, for picking us up. And they're like, yep, that's fine. And Penny does say that she's very surprised that Leonard didn't call Priya 
to come pick them up. And he goes, yeah, well, I kind of lied Told to Priya. Her I was and, at work I was and she's like, oh, lying to the girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. And he says, yeah. And she doesn't really understand the whole thing about this, what we're doing. And he goes, and, and she actually quite rightly says, it doesn't matter if she gets it, long as she's pretty. But yep. and and I love it how it goes. Oh, this one's funny, Leonard. Why why couldn't you make this work? Make it work with her. Yeah. And then she finds out that they failed in their quest. So they're gonna get. So she's gonna show them how to get the stuff back, Nebraska, Nebraska style. style. She's gonna go all <laughs> Nebraska on his ass. So when they get back to the the front door of Todd's, well, well house, wait a minute because oh, she's yeah. like, oh, Beyonce. Oh, that's right. They they that's right. Raj gives her the mixed CD. And she puts it in, she goes, and of course, it stars the Rides of the Valkyrie. This ain't no this Beyonce. Ain't this ain't Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the front door of Todd Zarnicki's house, and, and she knocks on the door, and he comes, he opens the door, he goes, now what? And she goes, give my friends friend his stuff, stuff back. back. And, and he goes, oh, like, I don't know what you talk about. And she's like, oh, well, aren't you lucky? This is the day where a girl's going to touch you in your special place, and kicks him in the in the balls. Oh, and kicks him like every guy that watches this episode goes oh damn yep. she this... kicked him hard and he, oh. and he and he falls to his knees it drops him to his knees and, onto and she's the like you're gonna give him his stuff back now and he's like yep yep <laughs> <laughs> i mean there is absolutely no way in hell that you would not and i love it how sheldon jumps up and down and goes we did it and he looks at a penny and he goes well i did say we <laughs> because the we really is penny that kicks yeah. him square in the nuts so the following day, we see that Penny is coming into the apartment and uh, into the um, building, and she walks in with Priya, and they and walk... she hears Priya say, "Hold the door." Yeah, and they walk up the two flights of stairs together, which makes you wonder why Penny didn't just say, "You go on ahead. I've got to check my mail." That's exactly what you said, and I thought, and I said the same thing. I would have just looked. I just would have gone to the to the yeah, post box, and if if she had said, "Are you coming?" Be like, "Yeah, no, I've just no, you go my ahead." Mail. But in actual fact, Priya wouldn't have said, are you coming? No, she would have just hightailed it. She would have just hightailed upstairs. So I would have just said. It was awkward. Yeah. But two flights of of stairs, absolutely not talking to each other. The only conversation they had is, how are you? Fine. That's it. And that was all there was. For three flights of stairs. Yeah. And of course, she gets to the, they get to the top of the stairs where the boy's apartment is. And Penny goes, oh, nice to see you. And she goes, yep, you too. And, of course, Priya lets herself into the boy's apartment and Penny goes to her apartment and turns. Yeah, I and... just realized she never knocked. She just walked in. No, she just walked straight in. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. And, of course, yeah. this is where she. um because she's, rude. Because Priya has become very territorial where it comes where it comes to the yeah, guys. Yeah, still, just not, it's not her place to walk into. But I love it how Penny comments to herself that, that Amy was correct and that she says that, yeah, I do want to throw my poop at her. <laughs> the screen goes black, and that is the end of this episode. Yep. As I said, I like this episode. It's not great, but it's a good episode. It keeps you going, but it really starts to show you that Leonard is not in the right relationship. I mean, he he's he's invested in the relationship, but it's not the right one for him. No, it's really not the right one. For he's him. gone through a lot of relationships, but we do find out what actually as we go along that, that Priya is not as prim and proper as what we expected. But that's in a, that's in later episodes. But as I said, yeah. it's a good episode, not a great one, but it will keep you uh, interested. Now, before I get finished on what I'm what I'm talking about, because I've already asked everyone whether they play online gaming or regular gaming, this this episode focuses a lot about gaming. So this week there is no question to answer. 
Yep. So you can still reach out to us at perpetualmotionsquad00 at gmail.com just to say hi, that you're enjoying the show, anything you like about the show, anything you don't like about the show, how much you love us and how I much considered you think. Saying, I considered saying, I asked him if he wanted to put, what do you put on your ice cream, but he wouldn't do it. Well, putting, I mean, you can, okay, no, I know we're not, we're not going to have a, a question this week, but you can <laughs> always email us just to say hi. Just let us know where you're listening to us in the world from and, you know, what you're doing, what do you do for a living, whatever. It just, it's an open, I just like to hear from you. It's an open forum this week of whatever you want to send us an email about if yep. you want to send us an email. So perpetual motion squad zero zero at gmail.com. Cool. So for those following along at home, we had one lunch at Caltech. So pretty light on that this week. Yep. Well, yeah. And, and our crazy credits. Chuck Lorre Productions, number 337. Whenever I've gone through tough times, well-meaning people, and you know what? He's absolutely right on this one. Okay. Well-meaning people have told me that God or the universe does not give us more than we can handle. Well, I've been going through a really tough time recently, and sure enough, that old saying has been tossed my way on several morose occasions. After some careful consideration, I've decided it's bullshit. <laughs> As an aphorism, it only makes sense in hindsight. After you've managed to crawl from the wreckage of whatever calamity God the universe has decided to toss your way, no one ever uses it to comfort someone who's been hit by a bus or turned into a puddle of goo by flesh-eating bacteria, although in the right circumstances, that could be a hoot. Another thing I hear a lot is, this too shall pass. Again, I know these words are meant to reassure, but somehow they always leave me feeling that heartbreak, rage, and grief are going to come shooting out of me like kidney stones through an inflamed urethra. For someone in crisis, I think a more accurate and helpful assessment of reality would be love, sex, food, friendship, art, play, beauty, and the simple pleasure of a cup of tea are all well and good, but never forget that God, the universe, is determined to kill you by whatever means necessary. Consider trying that next time you're called on to do some consoling. If you're feeling impish, you might also try. According to the rules of comedy, your suffering will be funny after an undetermined length of time. Maybe not while you're having your gangrenous legs sawed off, watching your home burn down, or learning how to be intimate with your cellmate, but in the big scheme of things, soon. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Lorre has is weird. Chuck Lorre has got some very interesting things, but he definitely is right on that. The universe will never give you more than you can handle. So I, I like. Well, that. I, I have to admit, people said a lot of this stuff to me um, when my mom died, and it was actually very unhelpful. I found. Yeah, yeah, but people, a lot of people don't seem to know how to comfort people. Well, or, this is you know. The thing is that people don't, when they say things like that, it's because they don't know how, how to hold space for you to grieve. Yeah. They, and they don't they're know uncomfortable. So they're trying to make you not be unhappy so they can be comfortable. It's not, has nothing to do with you or your grief. Yeah. And a lot of people don't cope with grief very well at all. No. So comforting that, somebody. Yeah. Comforting somebody is just completely foreign to them. I know when my mother passed away, when I was with my ex-wife, um, I it would have been better if I had have gone out to the back garden and maybe see if the grass could actually um, comfort me more than she did. She had no idea how to even comfort me at my moment of grief. So my grieving was basically I had to cope with it myself without having my partner actively help me out to yeah. try and get it, get through it. So, you know, and, and it's like, this is my, you know, we just went through my first Christmas holiday season without my mom 
And uh, Paul and I, for our 10th anniversary in November, had uh, portraits taken. You, you know, yes, we, we had pictures done for our wedding, so we had it done for our 10th anniversary. And we went to look at the pictures and I was, and I happened to comment how I really wished I could show my mom because she would have loved it. Mm. And every, both Paul and the photographer are like, oh, well, she can still see it. And it's like, I know that, but that's not helpful. No, no, it's, it's not the point. The point is being able to send it to that person. That and have, and have her say, it. wow, these are gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's so, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of times that I even trip myself up on trying to comfort certain aspects of what what cat goes through but for the most no, part and, I think but, I'm doing but okay. i know his heart is in the right place yeah so i appreciate that yeah it's it's the same way as i look at it you know there are things that i want to be able to show my mum, um even though i can't physically show her i know that she sees it yeah so. but i i'll put something up on facebook and and i can people come back with all these things and i'm like do you people really it's like when my mom first died and i put po- and i was posting about that a lot of people are coming back with you know all of these little aphorisms and it's like i never realized just how much it makes you want to punch people yeah so you chuck laurie's chuck laurie's definitely got interesting ideas when it comes to his does. things so but yes I, I as i said i like this episode it's a good episode not a great one but it still kept us going in the uh, big bang universe so yes it does i was completely fine with that one so as i said there's no question this week so we're just going to have to do with the fact that if you want to um get in contact with us Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. Remember, that email is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yep. So you can always email us about absolutely anything, what you in what your interest is. Photographs of dogs and cats, we're always happy to get those. Yes. If you've got cooking recipes or recipes that you like to do, <laughs> then email us at that because Cat loves, loves cooking. So yep. email us an interesting recipe that you'd like us to try, and Cat will try it, and we will eat it, and we will get back to you. Well, how awesome maybe. It, it depends on what it is. But also the fact is that we are not untouchable as far as a podcast goes, so we are happy to – we've got the, the PMS family. We're happy to have the PMS family contact us, and we can all – Start talking together. So it's all okay. Good. And speaking of the the PMS family, if you haven't already done so, please leave us a like and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And if you know anybody who would like to join the conversation because they love all things Big Bang, definitely invite them along. Absolutely. So that's going to be it for today. Thanks for joining us. And in the mean, so we'll see you next time. And in the meantime, we'll catch up at the Cheesecake Factory. Bye, everyone. with the Big Bang. It all started with the Big Bang.